Hello and welcome to this special episode of the Monaco Weekly. I'm Fernando Augusto Pacheco and for today's show, I speak with Jimmy Warden, screenwriter for Cocaine Bear, which is, yes, a film about a bear under the effect of cocaine and it's kind of based in a real story. Well, to tell us more, here is Jimmy. We should go. Millions of dollars worth of cocaine fell from the sky this morning in Knoxville, Tennessee. There's more of this out there. They dumped it somewhere. I'm looking for my daughter. The forest is a dangerous place. Hey, Henry. Check it out. Something got into it. A deer, maybe. A lot of cocaine was lost. I need you to go and get it. No, 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 no. Don't eat that. Don't eat that. Let's see what kind of effect that has on me. The bear, it fucking did cocaine. How much you wanted to be truthful to the real story? Yeah, I think that the I wanted to definitely shy away from what actually happened because the true story of it is a little sad with the bear, you know, dying almost immediately after ingesting the cocaine. But I wanted to ground it in something that actually happened. And um, so not actually basing it on true story, but I guess inspired is the operative word. So finding, you know, using Andrew Carter Thornton, and who's a, you know, was a Kentucky drug smuggler, and he was doing a drug run from from Colombia, and he dropped some cocaine from his Cessna into the Chattahoochee National Forest, and a bear got into it. Like it, using that as the jumping-off point to base that in reality is kind of did everything that I wanted it to. And then to having that that reality basis of a bear actually ingesting it, and then launching it from there, and kind of ever letting creativity take hold or my imagination take hold from there. When you came up with the idea, how was it received by the producers and everyone else? Well, believe it or not, it wasn't the e easiest idea to pitch. Um, you know, you talk to other producers or other studios about it, and a lot of people are like, yeah, you know, maybe let us know when you have written the script. So it was the kind of thing that I just had in my head and I absolutely had to write. And then once the script was written and Brian Duffield, who's an old friend of mine who, who I've known since the, since the movie, The Babysitter, had given it to Phil and Chris, Lord and Miller, who are of, you know, 21 Jump Street, Spider-Verse, Lego movie fame, and they immediately got it. And, you know, the rest is history. Like once you have those guys on board, it's kind of like it became a, a rocket ship. They understood the movie and they understood the tone. So, You mentioned tone there. Uh, there's lots of comedy in the film, but I also liked that there was quite a lot of gore as well. You didn't shy away from that aspect. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think that that was um, definitely a decision made early. It was like the, the obviously, like 
an objective when you're writing a script is just to entertain yourself first, like write something that you want to watch. And I like gore, um, but I also like dynamic storylines. And when it came to writing the gore, it was like, yeah, this maybe goes too far, but if you go just a bit further than that, then it could also become funny. <laughs> and that's, you know, my favorite type of, uh, type of gore. I presume you've never seen a bear under the effect of cocaine, did you? No. no. So we, But if, uh, if anybody has, they should reach out. They definitely should reach out. Uh, what about the scene setting? It's all very 80s. I love the scene. Uh, they played the pish mode, just can get enough uh, in the bear uh, scene with the car. Yeah, yeah. I think that that was, it's definitely something that Elizabeth Banks really wanted to do from the beginning was like, let's not make it kitschy 80s. And that comes down to the costume and the hair and the makeup and, and the music as well. But it's like, there's a timelessness to this movie where it's like at, at a certain point, you sort of forget that it's the 80s. And it's not like every single frame is populated with, you know, 80s stuff. And I really appreciated that about what, what Elizabeth Banks did with it. But yeah, that ambulance scene is... Um, It's insane. <laughs> I, I love it. And it didn't stop when I thought it was stopping, actually. interview with Elizabeth Banks, she said, we shouldn't take everything so seriously. Do you agree with that? Uh, that cinema today needs a bit of that, a bit of fun? Right. Yeah, for sure. I think that there is, I like, I like both kinds of movies, you know, mm. and that, but my objective with this was always to create something that was entertaining and fun and that an audience can go and laugh and have fun together watching this movie. It was And of course, there are some like, maybe there are some more like heady themes within the movie if you really dive deep. You know, any good movie has those. But again, my first and almost only objective, and I think the same thing for all the filmmakers involved, was to let's make the audience have fun. So, and I think we, we did that, or according to your reaction to it. <laughs> you know what? I kind of sympathize with the bear watching the film. Right. Yeah. That, I think. For sure. This, I don't think that the bear is a murderer innately. I think it's what happened once it ingested cocaine. In fact, like, truthfully, black bears aren't that dangerous at all. The, and I, I think they're like pretty friendly creatures. But finding that balance was something that we needed to, was like one of the first things that we ever like really spoke about. And I always wanted this bear to, I always wanted the audience to sympathize with the bear. So I'm, gl I'm so glad that you did too, because what actually happened is pretty sad as we, as we touched on earlier, but now we have, uh, maybe this is, this is the bear's revenge story. This is, you know, a redressing of like the actual events. This is what should have happened. This is my fantasy of what should have, what, what 
maybe kind of sort of might have happened in this story. Finally, I love the cast. I mean, Ray Liotta in one of his final roles, really. Carrie Russell, how was it to work with this cast? I mean, it's, yeah, it is incredible. I couldn't be happier. Obviously, Ray Liotta was a dream to meet and work with. And, you know, he's everything that you hope him to be, you know. And just between Carrie Russell, O'Shea Jackson, Alden Ehrenreich, Margo Martindale, Jesse Tyler Ferguson, Isaiah Whitlock Jr. Like we're, I can't believe the cast that we got for a movie called Cocaine Bear and everybody across the board, all of them showed up and were ready to have fun. And I think that that really translates. Um, you can tell that the cast is like into it and they're having a ball, which is Probably some of my favorite elements of the movie. It's such a cool title, Cocaine Bear. It has a ring to it. Yeah, it's one of those unique titles where it tells you everything you need to know about the movie. So we got lucky, I guess. <gasps> huh? Hiya, baby. Oh, shit. It kind of seems like the thing that stays with the man forever. Apex Predator. <laughs> High on cocaine. <laughs> Out of his mind. Oh! oh man, you fucked. What the fuck is wrong with that bear? Shoot it, man! That was Jimmy Warden, screenwriter for Cocaine Bear. The film is out now. The show was edited by Adam Heaton, and I am Fernando Augusto Pacheco. <laughs> <laughs>